All right, I am live. So tonight, so for those of you that are brand new to the community, I am Jess Hill, e-commerce expert and e-commerce empowerment co-founder. I'm just double checking that we are live. Um, so I have compiled some questions from the various platforms and I have, um, yay, okay, good, good. So as we move through tonight, you can ask me any questions that you have that are e-commerce related. Um, if you're watching the replay, you can tag me and ask your questions if you're watching the replay. So I'm going to go ahead and get started because I am recording this. Um, and we have some questions that have already been asked. So I want to just go ahead and start diving in because, you know, it'll get started and there will be a lot of questions and I want to get through as many questions as possible. So if you are brand new to our community, I want to say hi, welcome. Um, our e-commerce empowerment is here to help guide you in your e-commerce journey, how to effectively sell across e-commerce platforms. So as we walk through the questions tonight, there might be questions from one platform and another platform. So I'll try to make sure that when I'm and when I'm answering the question that I identify which platform we're talking about. Um, so if you're if you're new to this, I have several income streams. Um, I think it's like 17 now e-commerce income streams. And the reason I do that specifically is for diversity. So if you are thinking about having a millionaire mindset, um, when you're looking at how you're going to start building, you do want to start with just one. So it can be overwhelming. And I totally understand that. I've been getting that feedback from the community that, wow, there's so many things that you're doing. There's so many opportunities. What is What should I start? So one of those first basic questions is, Jessica, what should I start? Um, I've been mentoring for, I think, about three years now. And that's one of the biggest questions. And so what I have been reflecting upon over the past five years as a full-time e-commerce seller myself is what makes you fulfilled? What is it that you find enjoyable? What is it that you really love? And then how can you monetize that? So as I've walked through um, selling millions on Amazon and on eBay, on Etsy, on Mercari, on Poshmark, all of these different platforms, I'm finding that that's the easiest thing to do is to monetize the things that you love. Okay, so one of the questions I had from the group was, how do you manage your time? So you guys, if you're not new, you know that I have four kids. And one of the best techniques for time blocking and, or for managing your time is time blocking. So I actually, I'm very strict with my Google Calendar. Um, I have my personal synced with my professional calendar and I will block off my time. So if you're not familiar with that model, um, where you're really actually saying for these two hours, I'm only going to do this. Like I'm only going to go sourcing for Amazon. I'm not gonna do anything else. I'm not gonna check any emails. Nothing like that. And really just honing on, on what you need during to do during that time. So as we walk through this, you guys can ask some questions. So I've been using time blocking for a few years now, and I don't even really re remember where the time blocking um, 
like where I learned it, I, I had to have learned it somewhere, right? But really blocking off that time, that time for each one of your activities, your priorities. And when I'm um, talking to my mentoring clients and they say, well, what do I do first? I always say, do the most profitable activity first, like whatever is going to pay your bills. So if that means that on Monday and Tuesday, you're sourcing for Amazon, Wednesday and Thursday, you're shipping for Amazon and Friday, you're doing all of your admin catch up work or like returns and stuff. Make sure that you're putting like on your list, on your calendar, that you're putting the most profitable tasks up first, because obviously we all need to pay our bills. We all want to be profitable. So doing the time blocking, um, I have lots of lists. I'm like a list maker. So I have my calendars. I have them synced. I have everything on the calendar. So every kid event, my husband does martial arts. Every single thing is on there, all of our appointments. Um, and then everything I do here, so content creation, shipping, sorting, all of that stuff is on my calendar. Is it a mess? Absolutely. Do I have to give myself grace and push things off sometimes? 100%. Um, but that was one of the biggest questions that I get like pretty frequently is how do you manage your time? And um, hi there. And that is what I do. I use um, I use time blocking. So really just kind of examining your calendar. And if you're still working full time, um, you might only have one hour here, one hour there, one hour here, one hour there. So in those times, make sure that you are doing your most profitable activity to grow your e-commerce business. If you're looking to just like replace that first bill or if you've already replaced one bill, what's your next goal, right? What I talk about replacing our bills one at a time to get to where our e-commerce income streams are replacing all of our bills in our budget. If you haven't done a budget, that's definitely something I did a long, long time ago. Um, but just getting to know your numbers, that's also something that me and my mentoring clients always talk about is um, setting their household budget and then creating those goals, whether we're going to replace a bill or if we're looking to replace our one paycheck or two paychecks or three paychecks, right? Until you're replacing your entire year. And um, one of the other really big things I always say is never compare your beginning with someone else's middle, right? So I've been doing this full time for five years, okay? So don't compare yourself to me because if you're brand new, you just need to say, okay, this is the business model I want to start today. What are the first three steps? What do I need to do? I need to learn the platform. I need to figure out what sells well. I need to start procuring that or selling things around the house to get a feel for whatever platform. And then I need to keep going, right? Okay. Um, so one of a good, a good question from Vicki. Hi, hi, hi. Um, is what would you do differently if if you were a beginner, if you were starting over, what would you do differently? So um, if you want a little bit of my story, I did open my Amazon account in 2013. I sold one thing of Zantac from my coupon pile. I did not touch it until 2015. And then in 2015, I started selling just like for fun in October. So it was Q4, really fun. And then in March of 2016 is when I took that leap of faith and I went full time. Now, the things that I would have done differently in that first year on Amazon was a get inventory lab because I did not get inventory lab until the next November. So I was technically on the platform for a, a little over a year. And I was like, how? Like I was trying to use Excel, you know, um, but 
inventory lag if you if you are brand new to the community if you're selling on amazon inventory lab is your inventory management software for managing your amazon inventory right so it's got a ton of great reports that will help you know what your numbers are so that is one of my biggest things if i would have could have gone back right because you really need to know your numbers, especially if you've never owned a business before. I never owned a business before this. Like I did hobby stuff where I would sell here and there on the various websites, but that was one of the biggest things. And then I didn't get a coach until 2017. And had I got a coach much, much earlier, I wouldn't have made as many mistakes. So my co coach really did teach me how to do the grocery wholesale model he'd been teaching me since 2017 and i finally listened right um but also i did make mistakes in 16. i bought some pallets terrible mistake like i, I wasted thousands of dollars on pallets um so those are the two biggest well, i guess three you are out, absolutely allowed to ask questions yes i'm taking questions um so inventory lab um don't buy pellets that you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> right? And then um, getting a coach. Those are the three top things in my first year. Um, so yeah, feel free. I have a list of questions, but if you have questions, just, just bring them on over. Um, okay, so someone had asked earlier about the UPC codes for Amazon. So if you're doing retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, or wholesale, you're going to use the UPC codes that are on the back of the product. Um, if you're creating a multi-pack or a bundle, then you're going to get a GTIN exemption. And then um, and then the other thing is if you're doing private label or white label, you'll get a GS1 barcode. Those are the barcodes that are approved. Um, okay, here we go. Do you have your own website where you sell products? If so, has it been worth the effort? I'm really thinking about starting one. Okay. So I have Etsy, I have Amazon, I have eBay, I have Shopify. Um, those are digital products. So, um, so to your question, I don't know what your products are. You don't have to share your niche with me. But what I would do is look at your competition, okay? And then if you're not going to list on a platform like Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, Facebook, any of those, if you're not going to, those platforms have their own eyeballs right so the reason that we sell on amazon one of the biggest reasons is it's the largest global platform to sell on they have a ton of customers right if you're shop if you're going to be putting your stuff on shopify then you need to have visibility okay so if you have an email list if you have a TikTok or instagram or you know a youtube following you need to have um a way to drive traffic to your shop if it's not going to be on a platform. So you can have Shopify, I love Shopify, but you have to, you need to have an audience. Um, otherwise, Shopify or WooCommerce, WordPress, like any of those sites where there's not inherently um, a customer base. So what you could do is you could list on the other sites to get some visibility, get some sales, start getting that capital, and then you could build out your own website right? So the reason that you would want to build out your own website is A, you have more control and B, you um, get more profit, okay? Because you're not having to pay the fees of the other platforms. But the reason that you want to 
maybe put it on the other platforms like Etsy, Amazon, Mercari, whatever, is because they have all of that visibility. So think about that when you're assessing. I don't know what your niche is, but then go over, um, go over and look at your competition and see what they're doing and just kind of research that niche and see if it's a good fit for you. Okay, how do we get the documents that we need for toys that Amazon is demanding? So you need to call toy distributors, the manufacturer, and ask for those documents. Okay, I feel like jumping into online arbitrage after experiencing success, success in reselling books has been hard. The dollar in books, the prices seem to tank faster. What are your best tips for getting OA products profitable and seeing positive returns? I am on the everyday essentials list. So um, <clears throat> books, you know, it, books is, I used to sell books, but it was way 2016. Um, and it is hard, especially if the book that you're listing has a ton of co competition, right? And especially if you're not buying from um, a trusted source and getting, so you're, you're probably competing on a lot of used listings, right? So, so that I understand is hard, but I know that a lot of times the return on investment on, on books is really good. Um, so online arbitrage products profitable and seeing positive returns. Um, so you're on the everyday essentials list. So that's a good start. Otherwise, you can use, you can leverage tactical arbitrage to run scans of stores that you want to source. And then, of course, do the audit process so that you can find those profitable leads um, and just keep looking at Keepa and studying Keepa and getting familiar with the data on Keepa. So if you're brand new to the community, you're brand new to selling on Amazon, Keepa, K-E-E-P-A dot com is our data driving software for Amazon selling. You want to visit them. You want to join. Keepa's price goes up, just so you know, on May 1st, just so you know. It's not that expensive for the amount of information that it's giving you. Um, so I always say it like this. You went to college or you had or taking a college course, you have to have the course materials. You have to have like the book or the resources, right? So Keepa is kind of like our college course resources, only it's for our whole business. So that's what I would do. Just keep studying. Keepa, keep, you know, Keep scanning websites. You're already on the list, so that's a good start. You're getting to know what sells at what departments and what products are selling at what stores. How do you come up with new ideas for bundles? My brain and imagination is stuck in a couple of niches. Well, it's it's not so it's like it's not that um, you don't have to be super imaginative. Um, what I like to do is just see what's already selling and then capitalize on that. So if I'm looking at specific very low ranks of single items, so if this item was selling, uh, the rank was under 20K, well then you know I'm going to create a two pack, a three pack, a four pack, right? And then if this specific, this is a supplement, I don't sell supplements, but it just happens to be right next to me. So let's let's talk about crackers. So if I'm selling a certain gluten-free cracker that in cheddar, the flavored cheddar, and it's selling really well, well, I might bundle the cheddar and then the Parmesan garlic, like I'm thinking Cheez-Its, right? <laughs> um, because both of them are really good sellers, right? And then also you're looking at the complementary products. So if they have several different flavors of hot sauce, several different flavors of barbecue sauce, I think in terms of grocery, because that's what I bundle in multi-pack. Um, if you're talking about maybe like party supplies, 
uh, just look what, at what else is out there. So you might have plates and napkins. You might have plates and napkins and cups. You might have big plates, small plates, napkins, cups. Um, expand on what's already selling that um, is a good mover and then add something that's better, makes it better, right? Differentiates yourself, um, makes it better. So now I might do um, invitations and thank you cards, right? So think about that um, and just keep, like make a list of what you think. Um, and then also you could do stuff like go on Pinterest and see what people are pinning, um, what's getting high engagement, that kind of stuff. All right. Do you do bundles? Okay. Do you do bundles? If I have items that are branded alone and need a UPC, can I bundle them and get a GTIN exemption through Amazon? Um, so yes. So what I was saying earlier with the crackers, so I have specific brands of crackers and cookies and um, things that are of course in the pantry and you bundle them. I get a GTIN exemption for grocery. That's how I do that. Um, that's how I bundle my, my stuff on Amazon. What type of stores have the most busy traffic in Shopify? So like I was saying earlier, Shopify is, um, a, a place to list your products. It is not a selling, like it is a selling platform, but it doesn't have its own traffic like Amazon, eBay, Mercari, Poshmark. Um, so I can't speak to any one niche on Shopify because each Shopify store has their own traffic. So I could be looking at a beauty Shopify store and they could have an amazing Instagram account. They could have an email list. They could have a TikTok. They could have a YouTube. They could have, um, they could be on Pinterest. So that traffic that you're talking about, you will need to drive yourself or through advertising, paid advertising. Erin Bixel is our um, Shopify expert. Um, she can help you with this. You can book a call with her. Um, she does paid and organic traffic management for different um, niches on Shopify specifically. Um, so for me, my Shopify store has, we, you know, we have an audience for it. So before you open a Shopify store, you need to know your niche. You need to figure out how am I going to advertise my products? Am I going to spend money? And I need to do that wisely so that it doesn't, you know, totally tank your cash flow. And then how am I going to leverage organic traffic like Pinterest, um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of those, Facebook, YouTube, any place that people will see your product. Um, that's how you're going to get busy traffic to your Shopify store. So once, I mean, I could be looking at two different beauty Shopify stores and one could be having $10,000 days and one have nothing. It just depends on where they are getting their traffic from and how engaged they are with their potential customer. You're so awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. This is what, this is what excites me is like getting to talk to like, for me, I wish we were like all in a big room, right? Because it's exciting to talk about, you know, new ways to, you know, live our best lives and create the life that we want. And, you know, so this is exciting. Okay. I have some more questions. You guys can keep asking your questions in the comments. Um, okay. How do you get approval for Amazon handmade was one of my questions I had written down. Um, so for Amazon handmade, we do have a lot of people that are doing Etsy handmade. Um, so if you didn't know, if you are on Etsy Handmade, absolutely 100% do it, right? Etsy is a great place for handmade stuff. 
but you might also want to add Amazon handmade. You can go on Amazon if you're brand new and um, sign up for a seller account. And then you'll go in and you will take pictures of your workstation because they really want to know that it is handmade. So what I did, um, I am actually handmade approved because we listed some slime a few summers ago. Excuse me, is I took pictures of, I, I sent out all of our supplies on our card table. I took pictures of all the supplies, the area, the, the um, we had like mixing bowls and stuff like that. And I submitted that to Amazon. I was approved in less than one day. So that's one of the things that you might want to, um, if you're looking to expand your Etsy handmade business or other handmade business, if you're selling handmade on other sites, um, to get on to Amazon. Um, because of course, like we said earlier, Amazon is the largest global selling platform. The more eyeballs on your products, the more potentials for potential for sales. Okay, um, let's see. So I had another question about keywords. Um, I had actually two. So what are some places to find keywords? So if you're brand new to the community, you're brand new to selling online, keywords and keyword phrases are what sell your listing. You need to have good, solid keyword, keyword phrases that you're listing in your title, your description, your bullets, your tags, if appropriate, um, so that when your customer is typing in the their, what they want to buy, that your listing comes up in their search. So if I'm going to be talking about gluten-free crackers, then I better put gluten-free cracker, gluten-free crackers, um, cheddar, gluten-free crackers, gluten-free crackers, cheddar flavor. I need to put all those keyword, keyword phrases. Um, so Merchant Words and E-Rank are two of the places where I've been finding, excuse me, um, where I've been finding keyword and keyword phrases for my listings on, on, on multiple sites. So I do use E-Rank for multiple sites. Um, and then also I look at competitors and see what keywords they're using, what is selling well for them, and then what isn't like if they don't have a robust um, description, then I know that I need to write a really good robust description for my items. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, and back end keyword for Amazon listings. So I use EasyKey. I use EasyKey software. They automatically will put in the search terms or backend keywords for my Amazon listings. Um, that is another spot to put keyword, keyword phrases for to get more, um, vis vis to have your listing more visible on the platform. Um, so that's what I wanted to mention for that, for keyword, keyword phrases was the search terms. If you go to your Amazon inventory and you click on the listing and you click on edit, it's in the search term box within the edit portion of your listing for the Amazon listing that you are looking at. So you can put those in manually or you can use the software. It's called EasyKey. I can put the link if you guys want it. Um, I am finding it very difficult to scale on my own. I feel like I have the potential, but not the manpower or time. What did your first employee do for you? Good, good. Are there overseas assistants that can help source online? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, um, and that's actually good because that's also um, one of the other questions is what do your VAs do? How do you make sure they do it right? Okay, so um, can you chime in one more time and tell me which platform that you are looking to scale? 
So for Amazon, you can hire virtual assistants to scan tactical arbitrage. So you would have to buy the tactical arbitrage software. You need to give them either your Keepa login or get Keepa. Um, and they will scan. Um, I will I will get that for you, Liz. Liz, the easy, easy key, it's um, free for the first month, the first 30 days um, for the basic. So I'll get that link for you. Um, so for Amazon, you can get tactical arbitrage. You can, or one of our lead lists, right? Um, and you can have your virtual assistant scan so many websites, however many leads. So we have our VAs. We actually have four VAs now running leads for us. Um, and you give them your criteria, your thresholds. Like if you want it to be a minimum of $3, what, you, what categories are you looking for grocery? Are you looking for toys? Are you looking for clothing? Um, and then what other things do you want them to leave out or filter out with tactical arbitrage? So we're filtering out North Face and all these different brands. And we're filtering out things that are hazmat. We're filtering out... Um, so those are off the top of my head when I'm filtering out. But for that, you can either use our lists because it's easy, one and done. You can buy things off of our list. You can hire a virtual assistant to help you with sourcing online arbitrage, right? Or, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that your virtual assistants can do. If you have wholesale lists, you can have them start making calls for you. So you can start getting wholesale accounts. Um, so the other things that I have my virtual assistants do um, besides the, the lists, um, they have created Chrome extension for me. They help me with web scraping. Um, they help with social media management, email marketing. Um, those are things that I have had my virtual assistants do for me over the years. I mean, there's probably more things, right? I had a virtual assistant create my coloring pages, those kinds of things. Um, but that's what you can do to help save time, right? So because you are the mastermind of your business, um, what I have told my uh, mentoring clients, Write everything down, literally, for one week. Every 15 minutes, write down what you're doing, okay? And then go with a marker, a couple of different colors. Um, I have a green, it means that's what I have to do. It's most profitable in my business. I have yellow, like maybe I don't have to do it like today, but also can I delegate it? And then I have orange or red. Those are things that I really don't need to be doing, right? So I don't need to be prepping. I don't need to be putting things in poly bags. Those are things that my assistants do for me. Um, I don't need to be gathering the emails. I don't need to be doing those things. And I'm going to delegate. So you delegate all of the things in red or orange. Then you start delegating all of the things in yellow. And then you're only doing the green things that make you the most money because you are the mastermind of your business. So just think about that. Um, it doesn't say your name in the restream, but just think about that when you're walking through your week. What can you outsource? What makes the most sense? because you as the mastermind are the one that's the most expensive. So why would you be um, prepping your own products when you're the most expensive in your business? Um, so for prep though, um, you can do a couple of different things. If you're looking to outsource your prep, you can use a prep center. Um, you can hire someone locally. So I've hired several different college students and stay-at-home moms. Um, my assistant, she's a stay-at-home mom. She does all of it, right? Um, she actually does it at her house now. She's been doing it at her house for several years now because hello, why not have the mess at her house? <laughs> we all know that it's messy, right? Um, so those are some things off the top of my head that you could start delegating um, and start just getting off of your plate. And then the other question to that was how do you make sure that your virtual assistant is doing it correctly? So to that, Esther asked that question, um, it's all about communication, 100% about communication. So what I'll do is I have the process in mind. So for example, I want them to scan tactical arbitrage. I'm going to run those scans myself. 
and then I'm going to go on Zoom or or one of the video capturing, and I'm going to do my process on a video. I'm going to say, this is my, I'm just going to talk right through it. I'm looking for this. This is a great lead. I'm double checking this. I'm looking at the different pictures on the websites, and I'm going to walk through that. And then I'm going after, you know, I'm going to interview three people, usually about three or four people, have them give me examples. So if they're making some coloring pages, I want to see some of their work. I want to ensure that they're going to create something from scratch, right? I don't want anything to be plagiarized. Um, have them send you examples. And then I say it's a trial, right? So if I'm going to be hiring someone for the long term, let's try it for a week. Let's try it for two weeks. And then you give feedback all the time. I mean, you're really a manager, right? Um, so you so you uh, will want to audit their work, communicate their work with them frequently, um, and then check it, right? So you're going to go and audit and make sure that if they gave you the leads, is it good? Is it bad? What What's going on with it? Um, if they give you a digital product, do you like it? If they build you something, build an app, a Chrome extension, whatever, check it, make sure that it's right, right? And then before you submit payment. <laughs> like you want to make sure that you can get iterations if, or uh, a, a new um, version or whatever if you need to. Um, for bundles specifically in grocery, do you think it matters which GTIN, generic or brand is used? I use generic. So, um, and grocery, GTIN exemption for grocery specifically. Okay, so let's see. Um, setting up an LLC. How do you set up an LLC? So for this, we actually get this question pretty frequently since we do have about 100 new members per week. Um, so you can set up your LLC through your state government website. I just want you to know that because a lot of people will spend hundreds of dollars on it. Um, now, it does vary depending on where you live. In Missouri, it's $55. It takes me about four minutes. Um, so as long as you have the name that you want and you've checked all that out and everything. Um, so I wanted to mention that tonight because I do see a lot of new people, um, and setting up an LLC should not be that hard. Um, and it should not be that expensive. Now I know that in California, it's really expensive. I happen to be in one of the most affordable States in our country. Um, so it is pretty cheap, but I, you know, it is on your state government website. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Awesome. Um, okay. How, how can you teach your kids? This is a great question. Uh, Manuela asked this. Um, and so I have four children. I have a 13 year old, a 12 year old. She'll be 13 in like two weeks. And then I have a 10 year old and a almost four year old. Um, and so through all of this, right. Um, all of this entrepreneur, like all of this building my businesses, they've been watching me, right. That's totally part of why I'm doing all of this. Um, and they understand that um, mommy makes money online and she does it in many different ways. Okay. Now, how can I do it? Um, so when you're 13, you can have an Etsy shop. It will be over. You have to have a parent or guardian manage it. But my daughters can now have their own Etsy shop. So if they want to make something or do some kind of craft or put some kind of craft kit together or something like that. They totally can. So once they turn 13, I think a lot of the other sites are 16 or 18. So definitely read the terms of service of every site. But just because you're selling on e-commerce, don't, I mean, don't discredit uh, just 
selling at a garage sale or a lemonade stand, or um, our my daughters are doing a Girl Scout um, uh, planting sale. So they, they we've been doing all these cuttings and we've been planting seeds and doing all of these things. They're going to do a plant sale specifically for their troops so they can go to camp. But think about all of the different entrepreneurial activities that your children can be doing in preparation for when they turn 16 or 18, depending on the platform. Um, and then to that, you just teach them what you're doing one step at a time. And I feel like my kids actually are really receptive to um, because I, I say, OK, you want to buy this uh, game, right? Well, you're going to need to work for it. So they can do chores or they can help me with shipping. Now, obviously, if I pay them a couple of dollars to help me ship, I'm personally paying them like they're not on my payroll. There are ways to do the payroll. Um, I would talk to your CPA. I'm not a CPA. Do not do this practice yet. Obviously, I would love to get my kids on payroll. Um, there's, um, you can set up an IRA and all these things, um, but I'm not going to go into that since I don't do it. Um, and hopefully one day I will. Um, so, so just get it and then get them interested in something that they like, right? So my kids are not going to sell the things that I sell. Like they're not going to be interested in every single thing that I do, but if they are interested in something, then kind of just like, okay, would you like to try to monetize that? You know, how do you want, uh, would you like to do something like that? And then give them the tools. So there's a ton of, uh, you know, ways to teach them. They can look up YouTube videos and stuff like that. Obviously they can take my courses. Um, and just get that conversation started. Um, and and I think for my kids, they like that sense of responsibility and ownership. And they actually have a competition on who can save the most money. And Mackenzie is totally winning. Um, Max has $1 because he spends all of his money all of the time. Mackenzie has 102 and Paige has $66, all from helping me ship. So, you know, just get, start those conversations. I... I I would say I would teach a course on it. Like I would want my kids to teach it, but I can't pressure them into teaching it <laughs> because, you know, it's their decision. I just kind of like nurture whatever they're thinking. Um, okay. So, so underage kids are allowed to have Etsy shop or we have to create their account under ours. Yes. So 13 and older can have an Etsy shop, but it has to be managed by an adult. So just go on Etsy's terms of service and it's right there. Um, I mean, I can try to bring it up. Um, age. So on Etsy, yeah, so it is a minor, you know, under 18 is a minor, um, but 13 are permitted. So minors between the ages of 13 and 17 are permitted to use Etsy services only if they have appropriate permission, direct supervision of their parental and legal guardian. That is exactly what it comes from. I'm going to just pop in this link real quick. There's the link. I'm not sure if uh, it's going to come to every channel, but that's the link. So in Etsy's terms of service, just go ahead. If you have a 13 year old, you know, get the get it started. Um, you know, if they are really good, like my girls are really crafty, like they're really good at making bracelets and that kind of stuff, then help them list it or have them list it as long as, you know, it, you can manage it. Um, unless you're going to be doing like hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Like I'm just, we're just doing this for like, fun money. You know, it's not like we're doing tens of thousands of dollars in their account. Um, okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and then if you have, speaking of Etsy, if you have several Etsy shops, make sure that you're disclosing the shops that you have. So if you have five Etsy shops like me, you have to disclose on each shop, which shops are related. Just note that 
Um, because we had a question about that another time. Okay. I think I've gone through all of my, oh, yep. I have gone through all of the questions that I have populated from the last week as we've been talking about, um, you know, the various platforms. So if you guys have questions, um, you can definitely ask them now. Or you can um, you can tag me in the replay and you can ask more questions and I will be happy to answer those with for you. Um, I just wanted to remind you that on May 1st, the price of e-commerce empowerment is going up. We have a ton of content and right now, you know, it's $9.97 for the lifetime. Never pay another penny. Risk free. 30 days risk-free. Um, you can watch the replay of our most recent uh, video, but you get all of our courses and we have, it's it comes down to less than $25 a course. And so we have 24 courses, 11 mini courses, and we have courses all through the year. So we are teaching our next course on Tuesday. It's about um, setting up your first website. So if you are one of those people that are looking to set up your first website, and then specifically using WordPress. Um, if you're a blogger, WordPress has a ton of functionality. Um, I, we always default to if you're a blogger, right? Because a lot of bloggers use WordPress. It's a great site for bloggers, but you can also have membership sites, you can sell products, you can sell services, you can sell digital products. Um, so if you want to join e-commerce empowerment, ecommerceempowerment.com, you're gonna look for either that course if you'd like to take it on Tuesday night or the mastermind where you get all of our courses all of our mini courses, uh, one learning unit every single week, 24-7 access to seven-figure sellers. We have over 400 members in our mastermind group. Um, so that is what I wanted to remind you of for tonight. We have a couple more um, people um, that have some questions. So how do you pay the stay-at-home mom that does your prepping? We do an hourly rate. Yep. Um, what are you doing? What are do people doing now with IP claims with Ross receipts? Are there accounts being closed or is there hope? So I mentioned a few weeks ago that um, we are no longer recommending sourcing at stores that don't have an itemized receipt because like I said, I've been helping with reinstatements since 2017 and it's getting harder and harder to get those claims resolved. So it will be claim dependent you might be fine. I can't speak to your exact situation, but what I have seen in the past about four months is that a lot of them are going unresolved. They're not being accepted by Amazon. So I just can't recommend sourcing from those locations anymore. Um, we had recommended it. I had been sourcing for years at those places, but it's just not a risk I want to you know, give to the community anymore. Oh, and we have wonderful and talented coaches. Yes, we have 14 people on our coach team now. And we also have bilingual. So if you're looking for Spanish speaking, um, we have a couple of Spanish speaking uh, coaches, um, but cross cross platform coaches. So if you're looking for selling on Walmart, if you're looking for Shopify, if you're looking for someone that is really good at accounting, if you're looking for QuickBooks training, because that's what I like now, um, QuickBooks online is the way to go. By the way, I love it. Insane. I love it. I did not know that I would love it so much. Um, so check out our website, ecommerceempowerment.com. If you have any questions, you can contact me, ecommerceempowerment at gmail.com. You can tag me below with your questions. So with that, 
I will, uh, I will let you guys go. So I hope you guys have a great night and happy selling. Thanks.